Today on Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. You're adamant that you don't need God to heal, you need this man to heal. And you see, you're kind of putting the man in God's place. You cannot heal if you are looking to that man to heal you, because he cannot. He does not have the healing power. He does not have the power to give you back something that you feel he took from you. Hey sis, welcome to the Goodbye Heartbreak Hello Purpose podcast, the place where you learn how to move forward from heartbreak and achieve wholeness through emotional healing, spiritual growth, uncovering identity and behavior patterns, and saying yes to the calling God placed on your life. I'm your host, Candice Baddies, and I know what it's like to be heartbroken and confused about who you are and what God created you to do, but I also know what it's like to be healed and hold with clarity. If you're ready to have your broken heart mended, grow your faith, and discover who you are, why you do what you do, and what you were created to do, look no further. You're definitely in the right place. So kick off those cute shoes that's been hurting your feet all day and turn me up in those earbuds. We're about to get into it. Hello everyone. Welcome back for another episode of Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. I'm so glad that you guys are joining me today. I have been having a blast doing these episodes for you guys, and I hope that you are enjoying them and that you're getting something out of them. And speaking of getting something out of them, I have a review to read for you guys today. This one is from Yo1817, a five-star written review from Apple Podcasts. And it reads, this show was very informative and entertaining. It provided a real world perspective that allowed me to receive the clarity that I needed. Candace is extremely intelligent and her advice highly valued. I will recommend this podcast to all of my friends. Thank you, Yo1817. And you guys, remember to please share these episodes because if you're getting something out of them, I know you know somebody else who can do the same. So make sure you share the episodes. And if you haven't left a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts yet, please head over and do that so you can help the show and I can give you your shout out, okay? Loving it. So I hope you guys are enjoying your summer so far. Uh, I don't know if y'all have travel plans or whatever, but I hope you guys really, really enjoy. And no need, you can always catch me wherever you go. So, you know, just stay tuned in. So what are we talking about today, y'all? So we're going to dig into this myth. Today is an episode about a myth. And if you saw from the title, we're going to be talking about the myth that you need closure in order to move on after after a breakup. And why do I say it is a myth? I call it a myth because it's really not true. But people hold tight to that because they believe like somewhere deep down inside they believe that if it doesn't if they don't get the closure it's going to stop them from going forward and it really it's like it's really not true and if you hold on to that it's going to rob you of some things and that's really what we're going to talk about today so I've had several people like you know express this to me that they needed that closure and they needed to know why the other person either ended the relationship, why they did what they did, why they thought what they thought, why they cheated, why, why, why. But at the end of the day, the why really doesn't matter. What matters is something happened, something wasn't right in the relationship, and the relationship ended. That's what matters. 
not the reason why it ended. Now, sometimes it can be helpful for two people to go through to be able to talk it out if the two people are mature enough and willing to do that. But that's not always the case. And that's what we're going to really dig into today. And listen, I wholeheartedly understand the need for closure because I have been there. I have been there more times than I would like to admit. And, you know, I've I've also been on the side of, you know what, you did what you did and I don't want to hear nothing about it. And, and I cut you off completely. Definitely have been there, had somebody cheat. And when I say never heard from me again, never heard from me again. I didn't even want to know why. I talked to the other person. It didn't even matter. So I didn't even want to talk to that person anymore. But when my husband and I split, split up, you know, before we got married, when that relationship ended um, and caused all the heartbreak and pain that I felt, I had an issue there because I wanted closure and he was not in a place to give it to me. And so I understand. And when I say like kept me stuck, it kept me stuck for a minute because it's like I felt all these things I, like you may be feeling. I felt that I deserved it. I felt like I, I needed it. I wanted to know why I wanted to know, even though I was the one who ended the relationship, you weren't supposed to agree with me when I presented, when I presented that option. I'm like, wait a minute, you, you don't want to be in here either. And so I kind of wanted to know why he didn't want to be there. I wanted to know what his thought process was and all that stuff. And he was in, dealing with his own issues and turmoil. And he did not provide me with the information I was looking for he wouldn't even respond sometimes you know so it's like he would give very short answers and I'm like you're not telling me nothing I know what it is to feel the need for closure but because I, I didn't get the closure that I was seeking and I was able to move on and heal anyway I know for a fact it's not necessary in order for you to move on so we're going to get into that and you know when you have that need for closure, it's a very dangerous thing because, you know, we all get it. We kind of get this sense of entitlement. Like I said, I was in the place of I deserve this. He owes me. It's all these things. But truly, he he didn't owe me anything. And I didn't do anything to deserve that, that, you know, but I was very adamant about it. So it turned, you know, it went from entitlement to me being adamant to me becoming obsessed with this need for closure so obsessed that for two whole months I was trying to get this closure myself instead of I couldn't move on I couldn't heal all I wanted was the closure and it you know it hindered me it hindered me in so many ways and so let's talk about the need for closure and and what it robs you of I have four things. It robs you of the ability to move forward. It robs you of the ability to heal. It robs you of freedom in your thought life. And it robs you of peace. So let me break these four things down just a little bit more. So like I said, number one, the need for closure robs you of the ability to move forward. So what do I mean by that? Like I said, for myself, I felt like I couldn't move forward with my life at all because I had not made the decision like I talked about in the previous episode, whether or not I wanted to just completely let go of this relationship or try to see about working it out. Now, granted, again, this person was not talking to me, wasn't really responding to me and kind of was refusing in a way to give me the closure that I was seeking. And so I just kept trying. I kept reaching out. I kept 
sending text messages, making phone calls, leaving messages saying, I just want to talk. You know, I just want to figure out why this happened. I just kind of want to figure out what went wrong. You know, all of these things, thinking that that was going to help me to to be able to heal and move forward. But what do you do when the person isn't responding to you? So it kept me stuck. It kept me stuck in that moment in time. And I just I was just spinning my wheels, basically. So that's the, that's the number one thing that it it keeps you from moving forward. And if it keeps you from moving forward, then it number two, it robs you of your ability, ability to heal. If you cannot move forward, then you cannot heal because healing is all about moving forward. In the healing process, like you're going to be talking to God and praying about healing. But if you're still holding on to that, I need closure, I need closure, you're adamant that you don't need God to heal, you need this man to heal. And you see, you're kind of putting the man in God's place. You cannot heal if you are looking to that man to heal you because he cannot. He does not have the healing power. He does not have the power to give you back something that you feel he took from you. You have to take back your own power and you have to go to God for healing. And so if you're looking to him, like, all I need is closure and I'll be fine. That's a lie. That's a lie from the enemy, to be honest with you, because he's going to make you think that you need that you need that man, because now you're looking at the man as an idol. He's your God, because he's the one that's going to heal you. Absolutely not. And so and that was kind of my issue. Like, I'm like, I just need this. I just need this. Like I was desiring it so much thinking that me getting that closure, me just hearing what he had to say, if I just kind of knew what he was thinking, well, guess what? And what is that going to do for my heart? It'll still be broken. I would still be hurt. So what really was that going to do for me? Really, it was going to do nothing. And so instead of praying for a healed heart in this time of really thinking that you need and deserve broke, I'm, I'm sorry, you really need and deserve closure, you're praying God, let him pick up his phone or God, just let me, I want to have a conversation with him. God, just allow him to explain to me what it is that went wrong. But guess what? That's not even the right prayers. Your prayers need to be, God, help me to move forward. God, heal my broken heart. God, draw me into you. God, help me to move forward. Not for him to pick up his phone, for him to explain anything to you, because those things are not going to do, they don't get to the root of the pain. So it's not going to heal you. So it robs you of your ability to heal. That's number two. And if it's robbing you of your ability to heal, then number three, it's going to rob you of freedom in your thought life. If you can't move forward and you can't heal, then your mind is going to just keep replaying the negative things and negative thoughts in your inside of your mind you're going to keep having these thoughts recurring thoughts because you're obsessed at this point with need for closure and so now you're playing the scenario in your head you're telling yourself what you think he was thinking when he cheated on you or you you're telling yourself you know what he was doing when he didn't answer his phone or you're telling yourself you know whatever scenario but unfortunately (laughs) what happens is the scenarios that we play in our mind are never positive they're always negative and they're always going to make us more upset they're always going to hurt us even more and so the more you hold on to this notion of needing closure the longer you're going to have these negative and toxic thoughts in your mind the longer it's going to be before you can heal and the longer it's going to be before you can move forward okay so do not let this rob you of your of your freedom of your freedom to think positively and be able to move forward 
And then number four, if you cannot have freedom in your thought life, then number four is it robs you of your peace. I came to know in that season just how important my peace was. Y'all, if I ain't pray for peace, like I, I prayed for peace, like I've never prayed for peace before in my life. I never, ever, ever knew how important my peace was until I did not have it. And so when you feel like you need closure and you're constantly playing negative scenarios and negative thoughts in your mind and you are not going to be able to have peace. It makes it hard to sleep at night when you're worrying about something all throughout your day. You're worried. You're in turmoil. You're in turn. You having this internal struggle with yourself, basically, because it's really not with the other person. It really is all within yourself. Peace is not really affected by what's going on outside. Your peace is affected by what's going on inside of you. So I I mean, I remember coming to a point where, you know, I'm in so much, so much turmoil and then I'm going through the transformation and I'm praying and I'm getting stronger and my heart is healing. And then it comes to a point where I have peace. And guess what? When I looked out externally, nothing changed. My circumstance had not changed whatsoever. I was not in another relationship. I had not gotten back together with my ex. I, nothing changed. Absolutely, I hadn't changed the job. I didn't change friends. I didn't change, like nothing changed. Everything was exactly the same as when I was in turmoil. The only thing that changed, it was the change that occurred on the inside. The change that no one else can see. You're the only person who knows it. And so then as I change from the inside, then my surroundings begin to change. But before that, I was in so much just turmoil, turmoil. And so it's like, God, you know, you get the peace by healing. You get the peace by making decisions to move forward. You get the peace by changing the way that you think instead of thinking negatively, you start thinking more positively. You're speaking uh, life over yourself instead of death over yourself. You're speaking, you know, you are letting go and allowing God to just handle the situation. Okay. And that's what we're going to get into next. What do you do instead of seeking the closure? Because the closure, your need for closure is robbing you of these four things, your ability to move forward, your ability to heal. It robs you of the freedom in your thought life and it robs you of your peace. We cannot have that sis. We cannot have it. And I cannot stress that enough. So if you are right now in this place of going back and forth and feeling like you can't do anything because you don't have closure, let me tell you, you do not need it. Not in the way that you think. You got to let God be the closure to make you complete. And that's what this podcast is all about, about finding your wholeness in God, not a man not a man. And if you're obsessed with closure, stop and think what rationale can this person give me that will make me feel better about what happened? Ponder that thought for a moment. What can this person say that will make me feel better about what they did or did not do? Because whatever the person says will likely not be satisfying to you. It will not be a satisfactory answer. And when when I really stopped and thought about that, because I was like, you know what? I didn't like the way that I was treated at the end of this relationship. You know, he was very uh, distant. He was very cold, uh, inattentive. And so I... There's nothing that he was going to say that made me feel better about the way that he treated me towards the end of the relationship. And it was also... Nothing that he was going to say to make me feel better about him ignoring when I did seek closure. So when you come to realize that, you know what, we are chasing 
we're chasing something that really doesn't even exist because there is no satisfying answer that's going to make you feel better about what has happened. There's nothing, if the man cheated on you, there's nothing that's going to make you feel better about that. Just ponder that for a minute and really like sit in that because, you know, after this podcast episode is over, when you turn me off, sit in that and just think about that. And I think that's going to bring you some strength when you realize that there's nothing and, you know, it may for a second feel like it knocks the wind out of you because it's like, oh, now what? Now what do I do? If there's nothing that anyone can say to bring me closure, then I'll never be able to move on. No says you will and you can and here's why because I'm going to give you a few things right now that you do instead of seeking closure from man. I got three things for you. Number one, surrender that need for closure to God. What? How do I do that? What are you saying? I hear you. I hear you. Okay, so when you are surrendering the need for closure to God, of course, you know what I'm always say, go to him in prayer talk to him. Here's a here's an example of a conversation you could have with God. God, listen, you know what I'm feeling right now. I have been in complete turmoil. I have not had peace. I'm having sleepless nights. I'm obsessing about this day and night and I'm tired of it. I don't want this anymore. Take this need and desire that I have for closure from this man and do what you want with it, but I don't want it. I'm laying it at your feet. I surrender it to you, God. I give up. I don't want it. God, I want the closure that you will give me, not the closure that he will give me because it will not satisfy God. But whatever you have to give me, I want your healing touch. I want you to give me closure because then I know it is perfect and complete. Thank you, Lord. Surrendered. Now, granted, let me tell you this. You might have to say that a few times. You might have to say it every day for a while because surrender is not, it's often not a one-time thing. Be nice if it was, but often it's not. So you may have to surrender this need for closure more than once. And guess what? No judgment because I, I completely understand. I know I surrendered it. And then I took it back into my own hands and then I surrendered it and then I took it back into my own hands because I surrendered it. And I'm like, wait, 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 but maybe, maybe. But it comes to a point when we're really praying about it and we really we struggle with it, but we have a heart to want to surrender it. God's going to help us with that. So don't feel bad if you surrender it one day and then the next day you try to take it back into your own hands. And when you realize what you've done, repent and surrender it again. God has no problem with that. Promise you, I know from experience, he has absolutely no problem with that. Number one, you surrender that need to God. Number two, start your healing journey. How do I do that? Well, it kind of starts with the surrendering. And once you surrender, again, you may have to do it a time and time again, but it's part of the healing process. And then from there, what do you do? You start building up your prayer life. You start working on you, really. Like your healing process is about you. It's not about the other person. You're not trying to analyze that person because that person has absolutely absolutely nothing to do with your identity, with your growth, with your relationship with God. It's nothing to do with any of those things. So if there's some things you need to kind of work through as far as like what that person may have said to you, what that person may have done to you, then definitely you will work out those things. But you're not going to be leaning and depending on that person for any part of your healing, because again, they don't have anything that you need. God has what you need. So you, you're going to build up your prayer life. You're going to build up your faith. You, if you feel like you can't do it on your own, you go to therapy. If you feel like you need therapy, don't knock it. Try it. Go to therapy if you need to. 
If you need to talk to a trusted friend or a trusted advisor or somebody in your church, don't feel bad about that either. Go to them, ask them for wisdom, ask them for guidance, ask them for prayer. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Find some self-help books. I used to frown upon those a long time ago, but y'all should see my library now (laughs) between Audible and my actual physical books. I have a lot of self-help books. Actually, I don't buy anything else. I've sold a lot of my fiction books that I had because I'm like, I don't even have time for that. If it's not helping me grow, if it's not helping me heal, then I don't need to be reading it. So I read a lot of self-help books. Get you some self-help books to help you with this very particular situation. And just a shameless plug, your girl do have a devotional coming out October 1st. Goodbye, Heartbreak, Hello, Purpose, 365 days. I will talk about that more later. But um. Also, do things that you enjoy. In times of sadness and heartbreak, we certainly, you know, we wallow in it and we go back and forth. We're in turmoil and a lot of stuff. And so it's hard to get back into the swing of life. So really start with doing things that you enjoy doing. If you like sports, get into sports. If you like going traveling, travel. If you like hanging out with friends, do that more. But get back into the things that you enjoy because truly, You know, some people have this misconception that God is just so, so serious. But y'all, he wants us to enjoy the life that he's given us. He did not bring us down here to suffer all the time and just be in turmoil all the time. He said, no, Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Now they said, he also said in this world, we will have trouble, but he came right behind that and said, but take heart because I have overcome the world. And so we have the power to overcome anything that we surrender to him, that we trust him to do, that we pray about. So just surrender it to him and you will overcome. You're going to be able to walk through your your healing journey and come out on the other side as a magnificent work of art. Okay, I'm telling you, it's going to grow you like nobody's business. All right, and that's number two. And number three is probably the hardest thing, which is disconnect from that person completely. Now, sometimes like you may be dealing with like you want closure, but you're not getting the kind of closure from the person that you want. So y'all talking still, but they're not saying anything that's satisfying to you. Again, remember, it's very unlikely that they're going to say anything that's going to be satisfactory to you for what they did or did not do. If y'all are still communicating in any way, you have to cut that off completely because it's going to it's going to stunt your growth. You won't be able to truly move forward, especially during this very sensitive time if you are still connected to that person. So you need you even if y'all are like, oh, we just going to be friends. Not right now. Maybe later. Maybe after I'm healed, maybe after I'm whole, maybe after I'm good and strong. But right now, I can't I can't handle it. And there's no shame in saying that. I don't want it. Not right now. I can't handle it. It's gonna it's not good for me. So we can't be friends in this season. Sorry. And cut that off. Now, if you are a person like I was not getting the closure at all, like the person's really not talking to you or, you know, barely saying anything, not really answering your calls. So y'all not really talking per se. But if you follow this person, like any type of social media or whatever, cut it off. Do not follow that person. Do not cut Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever it is, because you don't need to see what they're doing with them with their lives. That is going to make you miserable. Because why? People only post about highlight reels. They only post them was good. They're not going to post that they're heartbroken. They're not going to post that they're hurting, you know, anything like that. No, they're going to post all 
hanging out with the boys um what else we going oh traveling here and there oh got a new boo you don't need to see all this that is going to enrage you trust me I know so go ahead and disconnect from that person completely don't talk to them don't email them don't DM them don't follow them on any type of social medias even down to family if your friends like say with a sister or you like to visit his mom just kind of let them know if they truly are you know if they truly care about you that you know hey in this season right now I'm doing some healing I'm on a journey and I just need a little space right now I need a little distance you know can't hang out right now I can't come visit right now because you don't want to hear them talk about him you don't want the reminders right now his pictures up at his mama's house you don't want it not right now and so not to say that you can't ever reconnect or have those relationships but my personal advice is to cut all ties and disconnect completely especially during this healing process and when you're trying to surrender this need for closure when you feel like you're not getting it so I let you know what it robs you of and I'm letting you know what to do instead. And I will tell you that I saw great results after I surrendered the need for closure. Everything else kind of just really, I mean, you got to put the work in, but it really did spring up after like the healing really did accelerate after I was able to surrender that need for closure. And one of the big things you have to remember, if you're not getting what you feel like you need, again, I know what it's like. I've been there. We have to remember that we cannot control another person's behavior. I think I learned that best in that season. I, no matter how much I bugged and and how much I, you know, pestered this person, I cannot make them give me something. And to be honest with you, I mean, obviously we're married now and we talked about it and he didn't have it to give at that time. You know, he had his, I didn't know this, you know, I thought he was living his best life, but he was dealing with his own struggles and his own turmoil with something that had nothing to even do with me. Found that out later. But at the time, I did not know that. But he could not give me closure because he did not have it to give. He needed some healing work. He needed to, you know, go on his own journey. And that had nothing to do with me. So I wanted him to give me something that he did not have. We cannot control. But that's my point. Like we cannot control another person. So I couldn't make him have it. I couldn't even if he had it and refused to give it. I can't make him give it. You know, like I, I, you just cannot control another person's behavior. So remember that in this time too, that, you know, you cannot make a person do anything. You can try to influence them all day long, but you cannot make a person do anything and do yourself a favor and just stop, stop trying to make it happen. If God wants it to happen, guess what? He's going to make a way for it to happen. I had to surrender the need for closure. I had to surrender the desire for marriage I had to surrender that relationship in order for God to like when you give it to God when you surrender it he works on it in whatever way that he sees fit and if it's due to come back around to you then he will present it to you in a better fashion than what it was before if that is if that man is your husband like my you know he was my husband but God had to work on him he had to work on me and he was able to present the relationship in a much better way if it wasn't you know obviously I had relationships before that that did not work out that I had to also work on you know trying to surrender to God I didn't always but you know and God was like that's just not for you and so you know I'm you know even though I wasn't in the place where I was during during this time of heartbreak in past relationships you know I was not as spiritually mature 
Um, I had lots and lots of growing to do. But I want I would like to think that God worked on me just a little bit, just a little bit, because he knew what I can handle. He knew what I was willing to do and give in those seasons. And so he just grew me just a little bit and grew me just a little bit. Now, during this time of heartbreak, he grew me a lot, <laughs> um, but I had grown a lot. And so he grew me some more, you know, and he just kind of multiplied that growth. But, you know, I'd like to think just every time it was just a little bit. I learned a little bit more. And that's the thing, like, you know, you don't have to, you know, you're not expected to grow up all at once. But if we can get a little bit of wisdom, just a little bit of wisdom here, a little bit of wisdom there, it adds up to something great overall. I hope I said something to you today that's going to help you if you are somebody who is uh, feeling like they need closure after a breakup. If you feel like you're needing closure, I hope and pray that this episode has helped you to really think about things differently and that you don't let that need rob you of all the good things in life. And I hope that the uh, tip that I gave you of what to do instead of seeking that closure will really help you and bless you. All right, sis, you know what I'm going to say? Come on over to the Facebook group so we can continue this conversation. If you have any comments or questions, please reach out um, in the Facebook group. And I'm also going to say I have an email address. It is, it's long. It's goodbye, heartbreak, hello, purpose at gmail.com. I said it's it's long when you um, type it all out. But goodbye, heartbreak, hello, purpose, the name of the podcast at uh, gmail.com. So that if you have something that you feel like you don't want to publicly post in Facebook, but you have questions or comments or anything about uh, anything that we discuss, you can email me. And if you would like me to post it anonymously, I can do that. Or if you just would just like a response, like just a personal one to one response, you can do that as well. But if you want me to post it anonymously, just saying that, hey, somebody emailed me this question or this comment, I'm posting it here. If you would like feedback from other like minded people in the Facebook group, then I will also do that. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I enjoy talking to y'all. Y'all, I want to see y'all growing. I want to see y'all elevate and I want to see y'all blessed. So until next time, I love y'all. Bye. Hey sis, listen, if you've been blessed, changed, or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.